Welcome to this week's episode of The Versatile Writer with me, Sarah Bannum. This is the podcast that seeks to provide help and advice for like-minded writers. Since I like to name my podcast episodes, I've decided to call this one Stress. You may have noticed that I took a couple of weeks away from podcasting. This was because there are a lot of things getting on top of me, so I took some time away from the creation of podcasts just to try and ease things out in my mind. Stress and anxiety are the two main reasons why I took that break. Even thinking about what the reasons were makes me anxious because I'm sharing my vulnerabilities with the world, and that's scary. Nobody likes to tell others what they're having difficulties with, And this goes back years, because then people will know. If people know how you truly feel, then you're showing your weaknesses, and that gives them the advantage, especially in business. On the other hand, we now live in a world where, or at least are almost living in a world where, people are encouraged to share their feelings. If you're not coping well, that's an opportunity for others to help, show compassion, and be nice rather than see the one having issues, jump on them and, for want of a better analogy, give them a good kick in. Truly though, how you respond to someone sharing their vulnerabilities shows the kind of person you are. If you consider vulnerability as a weakness, like so many people did years ago, then perhaps you're not my tribe. If, upon hearing about them, makes you feel for the person, then I suspect you are. So me sharing mine opens me up and that's something that adds to the already huge mountain of anxiety I'm feeling and have been feeling. I'm an incredibly sensitive and empathic person and I suspect this is what makes creative writing such a draw for me. If someone on TV or in real life is crying, no matter what for, then chances are I will cry too. I cry at seeing sick animals when people open up to me. Even commercials for toilet paper make me cry. I'm very much in touch with my feelings, but that doesn't make me weak. As I've said, that makes me sensitive and empathic. A lot of people can't cope with seeing someone cry. They just can't get past it. And that's fine. You do you and I'll do me. But lately, the things that were really getting to me pounded me right into the ground. I'm still climbing out of that hole now. They were mostly tech-based, and as I've said this before, technical-related business things and me just don't mix. I've tried so many times to process them, but things like podcasts and their marketing, online courses, ebook creation, these are all part of what stresses me out. I've been going through all of them over this past few months. Add to that my age and perimenopause symptoms, like mostly brain fog, have made an already tough chore even harder. Now, I'll say it again. If the thought of talking feelings, mental health or menopause symptoms bothers you, then chances are this isn't the podcast episode for you. However, if those things are the things stressing you out too, maybe it's worth sticking around to listen a bit longer. It might be that these things are happening to you or someone close to you. And if that's happening while you're trying to write, edit or publish a book or they're trying to write, edit or publish a book, maybe listen a bit longer. Because if you're trying to get a plot to work or a character to do what you want them to do, 
or even just get the darn thing out there in the world and publish it, and you're experiencing stress or anxiety for that or something else, the whole shebang can seriously mess up your world. And isn't that a thing with a lot of writers and creative types? I'm not a great one for balance. I've mentioned this before. I'm pretty extreme with my day, as I'm either all one thing or all another thing. I've discussed obsession with you before, so balancing things out is not natural to me. It takes effort. It's the opposite with debates, actually. If I'm debating how to approach something, it's tough for me to make a decision. For instance, this last couple of weeks have been... If I take a couple of weeks away from podcasting, yes, it's a relief, but it's also procrastination. If I put it off, it won't hurt me. But if I don't address it, it won't go away. If I get it out of my mind and focus on something more in line with harmony for my body, that will be good. But if I do that, it's one. Then I get into beating myself up over what's gotten the better of me, how useless I am and how unworthy I've become. My whole internal monologue becomes extremely negative and that's what I'm trying hard to avoid and overcome. So back to the cause of the stress, technology. Not all tech hates me, but most. There I said it. I've humanised it and given it a motive. Obviously that's all wrong, but that's how I feel. For my business, a few years ago, I was advised to create a few freebies to draw people into my website The freebies have changed over the time, they've evolved, but currently they are the podcast, this podcast, my monthly newsletter and countless community groups. The idea is that people enjoy the content so they go to the paid services on my site afterwards. That's all fairly clear and obvious. However, the freebies take up a lot of my time too. And headspace. And therein is where the problem lies. Headspace. One of the symptoms of perimenopause I've had for probably over a year now is brain fog. Brain fog is where you have a set of symptoms that stop you retaining information, interfere with your brain's ability to use or find words, make you feel confused, dizzy and have an inability to focus. And that's pretty much what I'm experiencing. Now, for a writer, that's terrifying. I've looked into it deeply and it's this not connected to dementia, which was another thing that worried the pants off me, especially as I used to work in mental health with one of the dementia teams. For me, the inability to retain information or find focus and feel dizzy are the paramount symptoms. Therefore, if I'm learning something new, this is all likely to hinder what could be an extremely easy process. For me, not so much. It's like my brain's sabotaging me. I can read the words on how to do something a million times, but if it's not going in, then it's not processing and registering. I'm not learning it. People show me countless times how to do something and it must ignite extreme frustration within them. And being empathic, I can feel their frustration of me too. So it's a double whammy. It's a perfect storm. These types of podcasts really do need to end on something positive, especially as listeners who are also suffering can get a takeaway from it. My disclaimer though, I've no idea if this will work for you, so please seek professional help if you need it. I've been trying to highlight the things I've been good at or achieved in the past. Of course, it's easy to counter the upside with the downside, but instead of that, I'll just focus on the upside. 
I've read somewhere that doing this helps reduce the negativity and reinforces that you can retain information because the evidence is there. Plus it reminds you that it's easy to overlook the good stuff in favour of the bad, but bringing the good things back to the forefront helps remind others too, you know, just in case they've forgotten how awesome you really are. So what have I been doing proactively to help myself get better? Number one, as I speak, the sun is shining and the sky is blue. No, I'm not going to break into a song, but it's really lovely in the UK to see both those things happen at once. If we had some heat, that would be a good thing, but I'll take the sun shining and the blue sky. The vitamin D itself should be falling out of the sky right into my brain, really, but I'll take what I can get. I also take supplements. Currently, I'm taking starflower oil and fish oils. Number two, I've been trying hard not to look at emails as, lately, I've been reading them in a negative light and feel everyone hates me because I'm wasting their time, so it's best to avoid them at the moment. Or if I do have to look at an email, I've been keeping the thought in my mind of, whatever they say, take it on the chin, Sarah. And the other favourite of mine is, just do it. Number three, over a thousand people have downloaded the Versatile Writer podcast. Yeah, I'm just as amazed as you are. No, stop it, Sarah. You mustn't counter it with a down. Number four. Last year I graduated university as a mature student with a BA Honours in English Literature and Creative Writing. I'm still trying to get myself around that too. Number five. Over the past few years I've been officially thanked by other authors inside their books in their acknowledgement section. These thanks are usually for help with marketing their books, helping them write the books or instilling confidence in them that they could do it. Believe me, the irony isn't lost on me. That's five for me to think about. If you feel anxious or stressed while you're trying hard to focus on writing a story or running a creative business and you're beginning to wonder which way is up or who you can trust, please consider joining the Versatile Writer podcast group. It's a place to continue the discussions I begin on here. Plus, it's a friendly, safe space too. The five things I listed that I achieved, been recognised for or done to make myself feel better, will be on the Facebook page too. So why don't you share your list? The link will also be on the podcast's show notes. Mental health is not something we should be afraid to speak about, nor is it something we should be ashamed of. It's part of us all, every single one of us even if in some it shows up a little more or in others in a different way. I tend to think of it a bit like blood pressure. Some have high, some have low, but we all have it. And nobody's ashamed of having blood pressure, are they? The Versatile Writer aims to provide help and tips for like-minded writers. Today, I hope I've offered a few tips on dealing with stress and anxiety. If you know more ways, why not mention them on the Facebook group? Whatever you're going through, please seek help. Talk to someone, a friend or someone professional. Until next time, thank you for listening to The Versatile Writer with me, Sarah Bannum, on the topic of stress.